0: you are listening to an episode of the beehive podcast rubies and gold we are so happy you're here don't forget to like and subscribe on whichever podcast service you're listening on so you don't miss a thing and if you're a bit late to the party welcome why not pop back and catch up on any episodes you've missed so far Hello and welcome to episode 6 of our Beehive podcast, Rubies and Gold. I am your host Karen and each episode I'll be bringing you stories and chatter from the people behind the Beehive. In episode three, we introduce the fact that we'll be occasionally dropping an episode um, that's a little bit different to the others. This is one of those, and we're going to be looking at a bit more of the God story behind the beehive. We're part of a local church in Ashford, and God is a massive part of what we do here. But we do know that not everyone shares our beliefs, and so we're going to be giving you the chance to decide if these stories are ones that you want to hear. So if you're not bothered, feel free to give this episode a miss. There'll be no offence taken, but... We have some really great stories to share, so it's worth having a listen, even if you don't believe it, with us. Today, I'm joined by Becca and Charlotte. Good morning! Hello! <laughs> oh, very sing songing <laughs> and happy. Oh yeah, jazz hands, Absolutely. Oh yeah, they can't see your jazz hands. <laughs> well, this should be, you know, a video. We'll, we'll <laughs> work great. on the next, yeah, like, yeah. vlog mm. section. Okay. Nice. Just for the jazz hands. Um,
1: before we begin... We've been thinking that you've been like hitting everyone else with these quick fire questions when they come in. No. And everyone's going to be sitting at home going, Who is Karen? Who we Karen. don't know who she is. And oh, so we've no. prepared yeah. some quick fire questions. Oh, I hate for you. Today. Today. No. Because <laughs> it's only fair.
0: Do you know, I did wonder why you had your notebook out did on the you? desk. Yeah. Did you? I thought you might. going to make oh. notes. No.
1: Would <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> you like to go first, Charlotte? OK. Favourite cake flavour? or lemon uh, sunrise or s- sunset sunset <laughs> favorite tv show friends favorite type of stationery or
2: pens what is one of your nicknames Cazal. favorite board game Settlers of Catan. morning or evening evening learn by watching or learn by doing learn by doing if you could learn a language in a week what
1: would it be Italiano. That's what I'd say tea. Uh what emoji do you use most? The smug face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. I knew the answer to that one already when I read it. And that's <laughs> what we're feeling right now.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I hate but you
1: both so much. Now everyone at home knows oh, who you. you are. A bit oh, no. who are you? oh man.
0: Shame. Oh well you did spring that on me. Yeah.
1: I saw you looking a bit smug in the corner. Um, I've, I've got no poker face. This oh no, is, like, you can't I lie. Can't lie to say good lie. lie. No, um, but
2: I will share later some questions that I found that weren't suitable to go on our
0: podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and this is why you don't host. <laughs> so untrustworthy. Well. Should we get down to business? We'll let you go now. Yeah. All right, thank you. <laughs> um, now this is a god episode, so I'm gonna be really honest. And I had a chat with the girls before we um came on air. Oh, on air. Um, so these podcasts, they're they're not like scripted as such. The guests have very little idea, like before they walk in, what I'm going to ask. Is that fun for you? Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah, I quite like yeah, yeah It makes it more natural, right? Yeah. Um, But they are thoughtfully planned on my hosting side so that I can kind of make sure that you at home are getting the best that you can, and it makes sense (laughs) in the stories. Um, What I planned for this episode, um, last night, very late at night, I kind of felt like God had other ideas, um, so I've scrapped a lot of what I had planned. So bear with us today. Um, I mean, I love when that happens, don't I? That's Karen's favourite thing. Yeah, absolutely. When plans are... Drainage window. Yeah. <laughs> the rug is pulled out from yeah. under your feet. Yeah, not happy. No. Um, so, I'm not great at talking about myself. I think Becca and Charlotte <laughs> we will... We just evidence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not great at it. But I'm going to push through because um, I think this is like something in this part of my beehive story that God wants to say. Um, so over the years at the beehive there have been many disasters and problems and moments of worry right
1: oh yes yes
0: <laughs> um it's life and life is bumpy um, but if you know me you'll know that I'm a very practical person and I thrive in a crisis so kind of snapping into action and making stuff happen is what I do best and it's something that we joke about Often, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Problem solver, Karen.
1: And problems sometimes happen for you as well. Like, you you come to the shop and something that would never have happened any other time happens. Yeah. And you're you're like, oh, it's because you're there. (laughs)
0: Yeah. It's so true. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: that's sad times. Um,
0: <laughs> but, like, my practicality can be, like, a really hard balance when it comes to faith and, like, trusting that God has his own way too, which isn't always the same way as my way. and <laughs> <laughs> um, I've battled with that kind of counterbalance a lot over the years and I've sat under weird expectations about how you listen to God and how you invite him into being part of what you're doing. Um, And I've also been a leader in churches in like various roles, like the majority of my life, which adds another layer of thinking that you kind of have to fit into this one prettily packaged box in your relationship with God, like looking at other people and seeing, oh, they connect with God in this way or they connect with God in this way. Maybe I should be doing that. Um, But I think that I'm starting, starting, I'll say, (laughs) starting to find peace in kind of knowing that actually that problem solving ability, the snapping into action is God given. So like leaning on those skills and listening to my gut is actually the same as listening to God. Um, Because like when I said yes to him, like yes to him coming into my life, yes to him being my number one, um, that meant like now he comes with me everywhere that I go. Um, So when we have a crisis situation, Like, over the years, I didn't and I don't instantly stop and sit in silent prayer and contemplation, meditating and waiting on the Lord. Like, Like, that's not me.
2: silence is very tricky. It is very (laughs) tricky in my life.
0: It doesn't happen often. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I don't do that. Like, I've never done that. Um, It doesn't happen with me. Like, it's not who I am. But God, like, definitely comes with me in it and... I don't know who needs to hear this today, um, but I just felt like I needed to encourage anyone at home listening who compares the way you hear from God and how you see him working in hard situations, or even anyone who thinks that God wouldn't talk to them for whatever reason. Everyone is so different, and that's the beauty of a God who cares about the individual. Like He'll speak and he'll show up in the way that fits your personality and fits your skill set if you just give him permission, which sometimes I'm bad at too. I won't lie. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's like, God, I don't want you to talk to me today. Put <laughs> defenders
2: on. <laughs>
0: exactly. Um, but, like, if you just give him that permission, it doesn't matter how you connect with God. It doesn't have to be in the same way as everyone else. Like, absolutely, I advocate for asking people how they experience and connect with God, looking at how people in the Bible connect with God. But if you don't connect with um, God or hear from him in the exact same way as your friend does or your church leaders do, like, that is okay. Yeah,
1: definitely. It's
0: really okay. Because we're all different. Yeah. And that's, like, God created us to be individuals and he created us to be really different. Um. I have seen so often in our beehive journey um the ways that God has spoken to us really differently that has melded so well and like the four of us on core team me you Becca yeah no one can see that I'm nope. pointing at you <laughs> me Becca Charlotte Paula and like team that have been before on core team like we are all so different in our personalities but also in the way we connect with and hear from god which is a massive positive to how we work as a team yeah and god like uses it so well um charlotte where have you seen god using our differences like the different ways of approaching things of connecting with him or listening to him in our team and how we run the beehive
2: um, I mean, we see it all the time, which is sometimes you can get a bit blind to, to, to actually being able to see that, Yeah. but I think that we are like a puzzle, all of us, and sometimes our pieces, our individual pieces in the puzzle are a little bit skewy, mm. and another person will just be, no, you just need to like pivot around a little bit, and then that will fit in there perfectly, so we're really good at holding each other accountable. Yeah. Um, we're really good at raising each other up and cheerleading each other. Yeah, We're really good at seeing our strengths in each mm. other, but also knowing where the weaknesses are as well. And I say weaknesses as a positive yeah. because your weaknesses, I think, are foundational yeah. and then you, you build on those. So we're good at champion championing yeah. each other. And just by... I think it's observation Hmm. we sit and we watch each other and I really believe because it's a god given team that there's a supernatural element that we don't have to think too hard yeah and it feels comfortable and challenging all in one yeah (laughs) Yeah.
0: absolutely and I think what we have found really regularly is that obviously we all have hard times and there are times when one or more of us are in a really low point where things aren't going right in our lives, personal mm. lives um, or work lives. Um, but like God's really generous in that there's always at least one of us who's <laughs> doing okay, who can like keep the other two mm. afloat yeah. um, or the other one afloat. And I think sometimes I underestimate that. And sometimes mm. I kind of don't really give it the credit that it deserves. But actually... It's very rare that we are all going through a really rough time and there's not someone in the team who can just hold us up, keep us going, and um, like cheerlead us a little mm. bit more, like take a bit more of the burden. And I think that's great. Yeah.
1: And the importance of the fact that we share what God has said to us and yeah. that we do hold each other accountable means that in those times we can say, no, don't you remember? God said that to you in that way. Yeah, And we can remind each other of those things yeah. um, because it's easy to f- to forget when you're in yeah. dark times that, that God has made a promise or, mm-hmm. or God has... Talk to you about how to deal with situations or you know whatever it is that he's he's gone before he prepares us for yeah. for these hard times. But when you're in it, sometimes it's really hard to get back to that. But because yeah. we hold each other accountable and we talk about it and we know how God talks to each other, um we are able to remind each other, it's really helpful. Yeah, and <laughs> it's I think so important. working
2: with people gives us really good insight, <clears throat> excuse me, into how we are seen by others mm. and and I think a lot of how we we delve into our difficult, our dirty conversations about about the stretch mm. is normally because something a situation has happened yeah. and it's caused us to reflect. Yeah. And I think that is where the the difference is between the beehive being an amazing spiritual place rather than just
0: a normal high street shop. Absolutely. It it's such a different atmosphere and I know we talked in the last God episode about like the anointing on the place and I think that goes for the team as well. Mm-hmm. Like God has put an anointing us all to be in the positions that we are um just because we are part of the beehive. Yeah. And I think that's great. And I like I I always compare myself to other people and I know that pretty much everyone probably does at some point or another. Yeah. But when it comes to like the way that you're um like hearing from God and stuff, like Charlotte you're an incredible journaler. Like, and you hear from God in that way. Mm. And sitting there with a piece of paper, like, totally connects you to God. Mm. And sometimes I, like, look and I'm like, oh, I wish I was like that. <laughs> yeah. um, but, like, and I see that in each of us. Like, there's definitely different... Like, I mean, Paula is, like, an incredible prayer warrior. Mm-hmm. Like, she, her prayers are deep and they are strong. Um, and so sometimes I'm also, like... Oh, I wish I could be yeah. more Paula. Like, she's really peaceful and yeah. quiet in it. Like, not loud and brash like us. Me. Soz. <laughs> <laughs> you too, let's be honest. Um, <clears throat> but, like, we look at each other and we compare, compare ourselves. Um, but sometimes you have to take a step back and just think, God, like, he connects with us as individuals. Mm. And we should be grateful for the way that we have our relationship with him. And
2: also, don't, don't ever deny the fact that it changes.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Because
2: I'm finding as I get older, I'm I'm starting to realise that I mean, at the moment God's really talking to me through patterns. Patterns mm. of things, like patterns of people saying the same thing, yeah, patterns of maybe seeing the same colour. Um, like and I'm starting to think what am I starting to ask God, what does that mean? What are you saying to me mm. through that? Whereas I don't know a few years ago I've probably just been like oh that's nice (laughs) they're just saying a nice nice thing but now I'm really pressing in and digging in and saying god what what are you trying to say to me through that
0: yeah and and how how can I show up more to live in that message absolutely and I think we have all seen we've all changed we've all grown in the last few years like five years of beehive Um, (laughs) and like it's sometimes looking back you're like I am a totally different person yeah but that can only be a positive um, because I think we're, we're all growing up and growing yeah. in our faith. And um, like when we come up against challenges, we're now seeing it differently because we've
1: seen God's favour in the yeah. challenges that have gone before. There's definitely been, like you said, we've we've had plenty of problems and crises yeah. over the the last five years. But every time we've seen God come through yeah. in those situations. And so that just, it does, it sets you up. Yeah. But, y- you know, and y- it's much easier when it's happened time and time again to go, actually, this is OK, because yeah. we know he's g- going to yeah. be there again. You but- have that
0: confidence because you've seen the yeah. historic way that it's worked out. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. Um, Obviously, sorry, that interlude <laughs> has totally changed um the plans for the stories that we would tell today. Um, but I think that's all right. Yeah. Um, And... We have loads that we could share, um, but we're going to come back to them at another point because we have the rest of our lives. Oh, um, um, but I did just want to talk a little bit about our experience of asking God um, whether 1-3 to North Street was going to be our new home. And... Um, as we said in a previous episode um, we were looking for a new space just before Covid hit and we'd been staring across <laughs> the road like we often used the window seat as our little office didn't yeah. we um, and so we could see across the road um, this empty shop that had been empty for as long as we can remember, like I can't even remember when it was open well, it to be honest. Well it was at least five years at least, yeah. at least <laughs> um, and so we could see it and we kind of already had that connection but I'm going to take you right back to about a week before we opened the doors of our pop-up shop and um, I was walking back from Wilkinson's to our space that was a shell at the time because we were doing loads of DIY um, and getting it ready in middle row um, and and we've been chatting before about how nice it would be if we had all wooden hangers for the shop and um, like from day one our values have always been um about excellence and creating, like, a beautiful shopping experience. And that includes, like, using wooden hangers instead of, like, scabby old plastic ones yeah. that look rough. Um, but wooden hangers are also well expensive. Like, <laughs> so I did not realise really how expensive they would be yeah. until we started looking into them and we were like, we cannot afford this. Um, so I'm walking back to our shell of a shop um, after, like, getting some supplies at Wilkinson's. I walked past this building and it used to be a save the children, but it had been empty for like a good long while already. Like I still can't even remember back how long it had been empty before then. Um, And then like suddenly as I was walking by for like the 10th time that week, I noticed that there were like several boxes filled with wooden hangers that were just sitting there in the window in this empty shop. Like that was the only thing in the shop. Um, I mean, we've just been talking about this like... Karen, practical, snapped into action. (laughs) And so I was like, if you don't ask, you don't get it. So um, I got in touch with the Save the Children's head office and I kind of explained about what we were doing, what we were setting up and just kind of said like, I've seen you have a load of wooden hangers sitting in your Ashford shop. Can we have them? (laughs) (laughs) They got back to me like so quickly and they put me in touch with the person who was overseeing the kind of clearing of the Ashford shop this absolutely brilliant woman Cheryl and she just so happened oh I love a coincidence don't you (laughs) um she just so happened to be like popping down to the shop just a few days later from like I think Eltham like it was far away she wasn't local um and she was going to be clearing out with a team like the last few bits and like God's timing is just incredible and actually, like, we didn't even think about this until really recently about how this all came about. But she said we could have them on loan um, for the month. They couldn't give them to us because they would use them in their other shops, but they could loan them to us for the month. And um, so I met her at the shop and she gave me a tour of the building. And I just remember, like, walking around thinking, man, this space is great. Like, I couldn't <laughs> even dream about us. Like, how would we even fit in? Like, there's so much space. We couldn't even use this space. Um, and... <laughs> So they gave us the hangers and they ended up donating, like, several other pieces of furniture to us, um, but those hangers fitted us out for the entire shop for the pop-up and yeah, they looked do- amazing, didn't they? Didn't it, like, totally change? Yeah, definitely, like, elevated what we were doing in Yeah, way, for
1: sure. Yeah,
0: it was amazing and, like I said, like, we couldn't have afforded to have bought oh, no. them at all. Um cut a long story short because there is obviously always a long story (laughs) um we ended up buying those hangers from save the children um we we donated some money to them and they were absolutely amazing like Cheryl loved what we were doing and knew that it totally aligned with their values of what their charity is um and those hangers are the ones that we use to this day they are um, that shop has like unknowingly been mm-hmm. in our shop and part of our shop this whole time and the hangers have ended up coming home. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that just bonkers? Yeah, yeah. Like they're hangers. Like how did God use hangers yeah. like right back in? before day one
1: Mm. um to connect us to the shop
0: yeah it's it's not just like that
1: like like story nick told in the last god episode where you can just imagine him up there going like what is going to happen again (laughs) (laughs) i've been planning this for so long yeah um and it's it's just fun as well isn't it yeah
0: like it just shows such personality but also that um god is a god of details and I'm a person of detail and you're a person of detail and you're a person of detail. Um, But isn't it cool that like Mm. God is also that? Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. And something that just makes me laugh. Like I (laughs) sit and chuckle to myself (laughs) like about these little things so often. Um, So Becca, we chatted a bit in another episode about the fact that we looked at some other spaces and nothing was quite right. The three of us ended up um, going to visit one to three North street together Um, we grabbed the keys and were able to go on our own so we didn't have to have anyone showing us around or anything like that. Um, So can you tell me the incredible story of what then happened when the three of us were in that building?
1: So I should mention it wasn't just the three of us. No. We also had my daughter Aurora with us. So she was still quite <laughs> little at that point, hadn't started school yet. So um, got dragged around on all these kind of adventures with us. And she came in the shop and we, we'd we had a wander around, we'd had a good mm. look. And then we decided that we wanted to pray and ask God if this was the right space for us. Um, so to amuse Aurora whilst we were, were praying, I gave her my phone um, so that that she would just be... Briefly whilst (laughs) so we could concentrate. And um, you Karen, put your hands on the wall is actually right where our beautiful mirror mirror is now on the wall. I think about that when I go past there. You put your hand on the wall and you ask God to speak to us really clearly about whether this was the right place for us. And in that moment, I don't know what Aurora did. I mean, it probably wasn't actually Aurora, but um, the phone suddenly blared out the beginning of a podcast that's actually Causeway Coast uh, Vineyards podcast that they had at the start of every podcast. And it said, lives will be changed in this place. And yeah. then it just stopped straight away. It <laughs> literally and stopped just nothing else. said those words, lives will be changed in this place. And we just all looked at each other and thought, well, that couldn't be much clearer. <laughs> Could it? No. no. It literally blared out so loud as well. Um, there was n- there was no mistaking what that message there was. I think was. we were stunned to silence for Absolutely. once. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Like it was that combination of do I laugh or do I cry? Yes.
1: Yeah. Very much. Did so. I just hear that?
0: Yes, yeah. yeah. We were all like totally baffled
1: yeah yeah and that was so helpful because it then was not an easy journey to get into that (laughs) shop to get those keys it took a really really long time but we could keep going back knowing that it was the right place for us and that we would be making a difference yeah it was like undeniable yeah yeah it was i even
0: just think about it now like i i i'm not a goosebump person but Mm. i totally have goosebumps because it just it just fills me with joy um and we ended up um I created a piece of artwork yeah. that we now have hanging up in um if you come into store come and have a little look at our um like wall of memories <laughs> in our corridor we have loads of like pictures and um awards <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> like memories and stuff but up on the wall there is like a, a piece of artwork that says lives will be changing this place and I know that I often if I'm having a, du- a a bad day and i'm in the shop i will have a little quick look at that um at that piece of artwork and just remember okay this is why we're doing yeah. it
1: and right then once here. you once you look at it then you can think of the examples of yeah that oh yes that has happened and that has happened and it is it is true it, it has yeah. happened though
2: i do need to say it does need brackets underneath saying don't expect this to be easy <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> he has little surprises. disclaimer yeah, yeah. <laughs> lives will
2: be changed if you put in the hard
0: work <laughs> yeah exactly but like you say becca like it does it does like ground you a bit and it sure. means that when we did go through that rough um that rough period which was really rough from a beehive point of view and really rough on each of us personally throughout that journey yeah um for like a million different, different reasons and um, it does just ground you and say okay like there's bigger coming um, I don't think he could have been clearer, and <laughs> um, like literally saying to God, like we we need a really clear sign, like you're gonna need to tell us because we're stupid. I think is what I said. Like yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like I was like you're going to need us to tell us like really clearly because we're not doing well. And um, so I like wasn't expecting it, and it has definitely made me like try and remember in these times that when I'm asking him for something, he's going to answer, like mm. even if it's not a way that I expected. Yeah. So I think that yeah. Incredible. <laughs> um Charlotte, we like moving into a new space, it's been wonderful, it's yeah. been hard, it's been exhausting, and it's been amazing. Um if you could pick just one thing. Oh, I know okay. just one. Yeah. One thing from the journey of moving into our new place to ch- change lives in, um, like pick one thing that God has shown up in a really great way, like what would it be?
2: Oh gosh this is really tricky. Um, As we're talking about the building I'm going to talk about the workshop room. Oh yeah. Just because that has opened up for us to build relationship connection and community. Yeah. Which is a whole other element of basically copying what happens downstairs Mm. but means that we can we can engage in those things in a different way through our workshops and through the space being rented out by yeah. other other people and hearing people in that room, again, having their lives changed because mm. they're connecting with people who are going to help them find work. Um, so it's it's one space rather than one one thing yeah, and yeah. and there's still so much untapped potential 100%. with that with that space we haven't even scraped the surface yet yeah. but actually over over the last year we've seen that space become more of our identity with the wallpaper and and it feels like that is running in parallel with the shop downstairs for our yeah. values and everything so it's the workshop room
0: oh yeah that's, that's a
2: great one Do
1: you have one that you want to share, Becca? Oh, gosh. One tiny one, which sort of started in the old shop, but I think it was really cemented in the new shop. We have um, a lady who started as a a client, came for clothing, and um, has kind of gone through the journey that she's been volunteering with us now. Um, She was so painfully shy um, when she came as a client, yes. and so uncomfortable about being around people, and then I just vividly remember one time in the new shop, we've got our like little area of sofas where we yeah. encourage people to sit together, and a lady came in um, and sat down on her own, and you could you could tell she wasn't okay, yeah. And and this this lady who volunteers with us now, she was in as a, a customer that day, and she went, "Don't sit on your own, come and sit with us," and brought her in, oh. and just seeing how her life has changed and that she's now inviting people into community where uh, because she's embedded in our community and so part of our family and has got the support and friendships and all those kind of things out of it that she's now reaching out to change other people's lives and make sure they're not feeling lonely and isolated and and that is such like a it was a beautiful picture of yeah. how her life had been changed in that place. You know, yeah, it, yeah, it started in the old shop, but it definitely was cemented in, yeah. in our new shop. And then, and then she, then she was, was able to... And then she was passing it on. Yeah, the yeah. ripple effect, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I love that, so great. Um, well... Queen Charlotte thank you for joining me um, you'll both be back of course oh yeah can't get rid of you no nice. <laughs> um, um, next episode I'll be joined by Paula and little Liz um, and we're going to be chatting all things referrals um, but thank you for tuning in and as always like we'd love to hear what you think um, or if you have questions to ask get in touch at rubiesandgoldpod at gmail.com and we will see you again next time
2: bye bye, bye.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode on Rubies and Gold. You won't want to miss an episode, so make sure you like and subscribe on whichever podcast service you're listening on. We'd also love to hear from you. Reach out and tell us your thoughts, or if you have questions to ask, drop us an email at rubiesandgoldpod at gmail.com and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Or just stop by for coffee one day if you're nearby. We'd love to see you.